Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we do a new character every week. I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. I'm Brandon. And I'm Steven. And I forgot to even say the person we were doing this time. Um, today we're doing Nightcrawler. Uh, I, uh, I even pulled him up on my phone so I didn't forget his name in the moment, and then I just forget forgot to do it. Oh, well. It was a long night yesterday. Uh, the reason why being is that we had a uh, tournament. And it was a lot of fun. But we'll go over that later. Uh, before we get there, how how is everybody doing? How are you doing, Steven? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, I had a long drive there and a long drive back. And I played a tournament. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a very eventful day. So, yeah. It's it, you had the longest day of all, I think. <laughs> probably, probably. So yeah, but it was worth it. So yeah, I appreciate you coming down. <laughs> uh, Brandon, how are you feeling? I'm good. I didn't sleep a lot, but you know, life. Yeah, indeed. How are you doing, Brad? I'm doing fine. I'm the only That's one that good didn't play in a tournament yesterday. But you were still stuck there. You yeah. were. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, we'll cover that later. Uh, it's it's real good to hear from all of you again after so short a period of time. So I think that there's not a whole lot of news to cover, as far as uh, from uh, AMG. There's just a little bit of a correction on timelines. Um. Oh boy, I forget the details. Brad, do you have the details on the timelines changes? Yeah. So there was a mistake. They had Sin listed under Hydra, but not Cabal or uh, Criminal Syndicate. And I had mentioned that I thought that that was a mistake and that Sin should not be on the list at all. And Sin is no longer on the list. Uh, Cassandra Nova, there's a mistake with her. She was listed as Sentinel, but not as Cabal. So they fixed that. She's now listed as Cabal, but not as a Sentinel. Oops. So Oops. <laughs> I expect her to be added back to the list. I thought that that would have already happened by now, um, but it hasn't. So. Hmm. Because that well, brings the roster for uh, for Sentinels down to three, nay, two and a half, because two of them are the same model. There, there are two entries listed on the PDF. Oh boy! <laughs> so well, here's it, it. It also shows us that they are willing to remove and possibly add characters to that roster in the future i don't think it does because i think that this is a mistake that they're gonna fix okay they may be willing to do that in the future but i don't think they've done that yet i think this is just okay because uh cassandra nova's sentinel card is still mm -hmm. listed okay they mean for her to be in the sentinel It's not like she's being overplayed right now at the moment. 
No, I, I'm just wondering if this this um, is maybe a foretelling of them willing to add new new models that come out. Like the spider foes are not listed on here, but we know that they are coming. So true, true. Well, yeah, the list is going to change as stuff comes out. I just think that there won't be a difference between the main game and timelines as far as affiliations go. I think they will be. Oh, okay. I think they will be the same. Okay. Uh, here, here's a question. Since they removed Sin entirely, what do you think the chances are that they're planning to come out with a new version of Sin? Uh, better than they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, most. Uh, so Brad pointed something out uh, to me at the tournament that. They're trying to do only one version of every character in the timelines. And and that's uh, that is clear because Amazing Spider-Man is not playable. And that really feels like a card that they would otherwise include in timelines because it doesn't get played enough. Right. And so that's my thought for Sin is that since Sin is not on this list that she may be in the future. They're trying to plan out a new Sin version. We did get a new Crossbones. That's true. And if anyone needs a new version uh, who was not touched in the errata, it is Sin. <laughs> and every X-Men. Okay, uh, what do we need to talk about now? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, uh, okay, so uh, do you want to talk about the games that we played recently? <coughs> I haven't played any MCP recently. Oh, man, I feel so bad. <laughs> uh, so at, at the tournament, uh, Brad was organizing, and we were supposed to have six people, but one of the people dropped out... Uh, at the last moment so we were down to five which would have been an awkward number because there would have been a buy every round and in order to prevent anyone who traveled or took time off work from having to take the buy brad jumped on the grenade and he just sat out the tournament so uh thank you for doing that brad we appreciate it but also uh it, it's just unfortunate that you didn't get to play any yeah. he didn't want to catch another enemy in a tournament he, he didn't what? I, I'm sorry, he, I missed you. He didn't want to catch another L to me in a tournament. Ooh. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> there is some smack. If you say so, Brandon. Well, I, uh, so the people who participated were myself, Stephen, Brandon, and our friend Borka, who is also an excellent player. Who play, uh, He's been on the podcast. I think he was on one of the sentinel episodes so go listen to that if you want to know who we're talking about he's been on a couple episodes yeah uh and it went really it was a lot of fun we did it round robin style so we all played each other so that we all got three rounds in uh and we'll go with we'll start with round one so uh my first game was against borka and I was playing Spider-Foes in this tournament. Uh, we were do also doing... Uh, this was an affiliation battle tournament. 
and that means we were only allowed to play characters who are in the affiliation we choose. I chose Spider-Foes, and Borka chose Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I played Doc Ock, the new Doc Ock, as my leader for every, uh, for every game I played. But uh, I played in this first round Doc Ock, Rhino, Venom, and uh, Craven the Hunter. Oh, wait, no, that's not correct. I didn't play Venom. I played Craven the Hunter, Mysterio, and who's the other three? There's one more three that I can't think of. Oh, my Lizard? goodness. Lizard. Oh, how did I forget Lizard? <laughs> how did I forget Lizard? He's my boy, Lizard. Uh, anyway, uh, what, what basically happened in this game is the Guardians of the Galaxy shot all of my people to death. And I lost. Uh, the game ended 16 to 11, I think. It was either 16 or 17. Uh, and Borka is an excellent player, and he beat the tar out of me. But that is, uh, that's just how it goes sometimes. Uh, the other game that happened was between Brandon and Steven. And do you guys want to talk about it? I'll, I'll defer to Brandon on this one. Defer to Brandon on this one. Interesting. Right. Um, we played... He was playing Criminal Syndicate and I was playing Defenders. Um, we played... Sword Base and... Montessi. Montessi, yeah. We played at 15 points. Mm-mm. Well, I think we played it. No, did you pick the points? No, it was eighteen. Uh, yeah, we played six five. Yeah, I played eighteen the first two rounds. Played fifteen the last round. I couldn't remember which round I played fifteen. Uh, so yeah, we played eighteen. Uh, I played. I played Daredevil's new leadership with Hulk, Ghost Rider, and Punisher. Um, Steven played six wide. He played Kingpin, Craven. Mysterio, Black Cat, Bullseye, Bullseye, and Hood. Hood, yeah. I didn't listen. I was counting. There was no way I was remembering all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Some were much more relevant to the game than others. Yes, very much so. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the uh, I, I think uh, sword base kind of backfired on you because it it wasn't too kind to you. Ah, uh, yeah, I whiffed I whiffed on four in a row on sword base. Um, that inevitably lost me the lost yeah. me a round. I feel like if it goes to another round, I probably win the game. Um, it didn't get to another round. Uh, we didn't go to round five. Um, and Mysterio had a pretty big uh, play. Mysterio so. had a Grand Illusion play, a round, a Grand Illusion round that was really, really uh, beneficial because it was the only time I decided to roll crit results. Uh, so hmm. it was, it was a really good match. Uh, lost like sixteen to ten. Um, but for those listening on why I feel like I would have won going, if he would have got fifteen, why I feel I would have won is. Um, 
Mysterio was dead. Black Cat was dead. Bullseye yeah, things was... were dying. <laughs> yeah, things Bullseye, were dying. Bullseye, Craven were both uh, dead. But one died. One was about to die. Craven, I don't think was dead. I think it was about to die. Kingpin had they. I think Kingpin would have been like your only truly alive character. Correct. So, uh, I spent a Ghost Rider action trying to flip three different. Um, sword bases and whiffed on all three, so that was fun. Oh gosh, yeah, so I think that was <laughs> honestly, I think sword base just from our game that we we played, Brandon. I think sword base is supposed to be a wide scenario because you have to have as many characters to activate those as possible. Um, I, 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 I think it was, I think it, like I said, it was just close. I think it has to play differently. Um, I think I have to play one six or one five and then replace the, so like, um, I played sword base in round three, which we'll talk about. And I did not play this. I, we played 15. Um, and my list at 15 is very, very good. It's Hulk, ghost rider and daredevil. But on sword base, I have to rep. I have to, I think on sword base, I have to replace, so when we get to it in round three, I played Daredevil, Iron Fist, Punisher, Ghost Rider, which I think on Sword Base was a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just have to take more bites at the apples when it gets down to. Yeah, so I just uh, it was fine. I mean, I had fifty-fifty shot. I mm-hmm. just I honestly just needed to hit one of them. It happens. It's it's a dice game. I'm not no. upset about it. Uh foreshadowing uh, i didn't win any more games after this <laughs> we had i all three of my games were really good uh which fred will att- detest shortly um i felt like all three of my games were good games so i i will attest to it i will not detest you you should <laughs> well uh so uh, i guess moving on to round two uh my round two was against Brandon, uh, and we played. It was Gamma, and it was Cubes. Hammers. It was Gamma and Hammers. Oh, it was Hammers. You're right. It was Hammers. Oh, man, I hate Hammers. A hammers Gamma against ha- Hulk. Gamma Ham. <laughs> so we were playing at 15 points, and he was playing the list that he just said: uh, Daredevil, Hulk, Ghost Rider. Which at fifteen points on gamma is basically the worst thing in the world. It's <laughs> it's so me. hard to deal with. What? So it's not it's not bad for me. It's all right. Yeah, yeah it's not bad for you. It's real easy. <laughs> you just apply Hulk, and uh, and things go well. So uh, I was playing uh, Lizard, Venom, uh, Rhino, and Doc Ock. That was my my team, and I gotta say, I I think I put up as good a fight as possible against a very difficult situation, but I ended up losing this game. Uh, I have a pretty impressive kill count, actually, now that I think about it yesterday, because I definitely killed Rhino Venom. Yeah. And Doc Ock was the only character alive. Yeah, uh, you killed Lizard, Venom, yeah. and Rhino in this game. Yeah. Leaving Doc Ock the only living model on my team. 
Hulk did have all four hammers at the end of the game. He didn't need to do anything with them, but he did just get to pick them up. Yeah, because all four hammers were in a pile. Because <laughs> Rhino collected some hammers, and then Rhino found out that he doesn't have a good fight against Hulk and Daredevil. Absolutely not. <laughs> I think it was uh, Daredevil that killed him. Yeah, Daredevil. Rhino was... ran away with all with all four hammers, and then I and... gamble along Daredevil at Rhino. Yeah. yeah, and then Daredevil problem. killed Rhino, no problem. You should have ran to our board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the only... F I, so this game, normally the play is I gamble launch Ghost Rider, and then Ghost Rider has two attacks in the center of the board. Um, I didn't need to do that in this game, uh, and it worked out really well because it did allow me to gamble launch Daredevil late in the game, and literally just get to then attack three times because um, on his backside he gets a two power free free zero cost attack um, so it did give me three attacks into Rhino which is which is good Rhino not having any real defensive tech or attack back or anything he has He's damage got, reduction yeah I was gonna say damage but, reduction is defensive tech yeah when he's rolling three dice it's not great yeah true well uh steven yep. do you want to talk about your second round against yep. borka i played borka and borka played a very good scenario we played uh mayor fisk for his secures and we played um legacy virus for my extracts and he proceeded to uh have Rocket go off and daze the world, basically. Rocket had a very good um, uh, deadly duo turn. So yeah, um, that card it, is nuts. That card is it insane. Is. It's pretty pretty good, and I fell right into it. Uh, I played Claw this game because I wanted to get Claw on the table because I had painted him, and it's probably my ineptitude with him, and the fact that. I just didn't know, but Claude underperformed quite, quite greatly. So, yeah, it is what it is. So at one point we were tied 10, 10, but then he ended up winning 16 to 10. So, um, that's, that's all you can do. So, but he, he played a fantastic game. Uh, I just didn't have, didn't have the wherewithal to put the right people in the right places. So, like I said, Claw Claw was uh, he was interesting at times, but just not quite what you needed him to be. That's all. So yeah. But like I said, Borka played a fantastic game. Can't say anything more about that. And I lose. So. Oh well. I I I, I don't know. I, I I Claw seems like he's way overpriced. I mean, he's good on paper. But his price is five threat for what he does, which seems hard to meet. It's hard to get five threat worth of value out of him. Well, the I don't know. The paint job looks really good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it I really is. The, it, it, uh, everybody, Steven painted him, and he looks great. The model is awesome. <laughs> you guys are too kind. So, 
the biggest the biggest issue is I I mean I, I kind of I mean we talked about it yesterday I just I don't think he's very good and I think you have to try really hard to make him good and I don't think that's a good thing. Actually, his um, from what I played with him yesterday is the fact that his power economy is not that great. Um, so you really need to run him in Cabal with Red Skull, the original version, to get his power economy up there and going. So. Um, okay. Unfortunately, he, he is a power stored character because all the things that you want to do that are neat on his card, like the healing, um, you know, the people getting close to him and then you pushing them off for three power and then his spender at five. It, it's you need power economy and in criminals, he just doesn't have it. Mm. So, it is what it is. Indeed. Well, uh, do you want to move on to round three? We can. I'll take that as a yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my third round was against Steven. Yep. Uh, I was playing... We were we played on uh, Intrusions and Deadly Legacy Virus. And mm -hmm. so that, that is two Cs, which will come up later because I decided to play Sinister Traps on the middle zone. Uh, and I ended up, as Steven played this absolutely right, and he ended up pushing Carnage into the middle zone and making me blow myself up with my own Sinister Trap. Which, it always, always happens. Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I play, when I play Spider-Foes, the same thing happens. It's like, how did my character get to the trap? So... <laughs> I think that if it's two C's ever again, I'm never doing Sinister Traps. I'm just taking a different card. <laughs> but uh, uh, the list that I played, I believe that, that both of those are 19 points. Is that correct? I think that's, that's correct. correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, and so we were playing 19 points. I played Doc Ock, Rhino, Carnage, Craven uh, the Hunter, and Green Goblin. Did I play Craven? I don't think I did. I played Lizard, Lizard and Green Goblin. How do you forget about Lizard in every single game you've played so far? I'll tell you exactly why. Because he does nothing except for get killed. But that's his job. That's what he does. Well, it's because he's not painted. Well, yeah, that too. Because <laughs> <laughs> they all look the same. Because they're all big boys on the table. And it's like, gray blob, gray blob, gray blob, gray blob. <laughs> I mean, that's probably part of it. You're probably right about that. Uh, what were you playing, Steven? Uh, I was playing uh, Kingpin, Modoc, Raven, Goblin, and Bullseye, and there's one more in there, and Hood. Hood, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, the first round of this game, uh, things were shaping up pretty well. Uh, I was doing well on the right, on my right side of the board, where Rhino was able to daze uh, Craven because I blew up my attack roll. Yeah, I got one, one attack. I got one, one attack shot. against Craven, and I did him five damage. <laughs> uh, and that made Craven drop his Legacy Virus Cure, and Rhino picked it up. This will be relevant later. Um, on the other side of the board, things were not going nearly as swimmingly for me. Uh, I, of course, was very... I, uh, we were both avoiding the middle because there was a sinister trap there, 
and no one wanted to set it off. So uh, I I ended up having to expose Craven, uh, not Craven, uh, Carnage, and I I hid him behind a van, and I was like, okay, he'll be safe here. And then <laughs> at the beginning of round two, uh, Modok throws the van into another vehicle, revealing Carnage, and then manages to beat the tar out of Carnage. <laughs> Yeah, well, before that, I had played Smash on um, Modoc 2. Oh, yeah, that too. So he took out three three buildings in one round. Three <laughs> three pieces of a train, I should say, you know. So. And then, yeah, he, he took out poor Lizard. So. Yeah. And, uh, man, uh, so that was happening. Uh, and then... Uh, I saw a bizarre opportunity after you had pushed Carnage into the middle zone and did him a ton of damage as well uh, by my own sinister trap. I saw an opportunity appear. Where well, there the was... opportunity was given to you because I was like Craven was mad and trying to take Rhino out. <laughs> yeah, <'Cause> I gave, <laughs> you, gave you a lot of power. Yeah, you did. You attacked Rhino and did him some some substantive uh, substantial damage. Uh, and one thing about Doc Ock's new, uh, new leadership, a new affiliation bonus is that it works incredibly well with Rhino. I think that Rhino sings under the new Doc Ock because if you get attacked and you take one damage, you gain three power from that one from the, uh, from ornery one from the affiliation and one from the damage dealt. That's so he he is always swimming in power under Doc Ock's new leadership. So, uh my Rhino does a Hail Mary. He stampedes towards the middle zone and then has to short move towards the middle zone. He picks up the second legacy cure. And then he makes an attack targeting Modoc places himself within range one of where the third legacy cure had fallen and he picks that one up so now rhino is ready to be killed to synthesize this legacy pure virus but he has to make it to the end of the cleanup phase Correct. steven <laughs> uh <laughs> steven has what like two activations or one I have Goblin and Kingpin. That's right. And Goblin whiffed, which was yes. unfortunate. He, like, I think so. he rolled re just real bad. And I and I had a mistake. I will admit it. So I forgot to roll one extra die. So that's that's true. The, and it's relevant because that one extra damage would have been enough to. And you did roll it later, and it was a damage. So mm -hmm. that one extra damage would have been Rhino. Uh, dazed, and he would have dropped the three legacy cures. Uh, and then Kingpin had to move as one of his actions to get into range for his cane laser, and then his cane laser didn't do any damage. Nope. <laughs> I rolled one hit, you rolled one block. <laughs> yep. So Rhino yeah. ended up uh, scoring me the entire legacy cure, and 
at that point, it was I was so far ahead on victory because I think I scored more victory points in the first round as well. You scored so I, four four zero in the first round, right? And so I had eleven victory points to Stevens, like one, one, one or zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it, it was an insurmountable amount of difference. Yeah, I would have had a table you so I mean. right. So uh, we we called it there, and. Uh, I think that I mean, you might as well leave out on top, right? I, I was like, you know, I, I, I couldn't deal with the, uh, you know, it would have been a slog to come back. Like I said, I would have had to kill everybody. And it's just one of those things. It's like, nah, you did the risk. The risk worked out. Might as well just call the game there and say, you know, good on you. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. It was a uh, a risky play, but it, it just shows, I think, Rhino with Doc Ock is an incredible combination now. I think it's a great combo. The one thing about this affiliation battle that I can say, that I learned, is that Spider-Foes really need a two-pointer. But otherwise, it's a great faction. It's a really, really good faction. Or Shocker. I would contend they need a five. Ooh, that would also be nice. Shocker. That would also be great. <laughs> Are you saying shocker as in uh, it's shocking or shocker as in the character shocker who's coming out? I think the character shocker that's coming out will be a two-pointer. Yeah. I think if, Sam is going to be a five. <laughs> if they are still making two-pointers. Yeah, that's the question. That's a big they're... if. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we still need to hear Brandon's third round. I think that we swallowed up a lot of time with that convo. Uh, Brandon, how did your third round go? I played Borka. We played Research Station and Sword Base. So we played 15 points. I played Ghost Rider, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Punisher. <coughs> he played Star Lord, Rocket, Groot, Drax, Gamora. Yep, just want to make sure my math, my math, math there. Um, he had some really bad die rolls. Um, he moved Groot. Up into the center, um, I got to long move Daredevil onto the center point and then make a strike attack, which gave him three three power. Uh, he got to uh, he moved. He came up with Star Lord and his um, sword base and got to attack Iron Fist, who I moved up. Um, and then he Gamora'd back to my point to steal it, and but he dazed Iron Fist, which gave Iron Fist the power to Iron Fist Gamora, uh, and take her activation away, and not daze her, left her on like one damage, one health left, one or two health left. Um, Daredevil gaining three power on the first uh, turn allowed him to move into a position where he got to area attack. Um, Brax, Star Lord, and Groot. 
Uh, Days Groot, Days Star Lord, dealt some damage to Drax. Uh, ended up dazing Gamora on the next turn. Ended up killing Groot on the next turn. Star Lord died on turn the end of three or four. Um, Daredevil honestly just got to sit in the middle and not do a whole lot besides make multiple strikes and attack backs and had power to do Devil's Deliverance three turns in a row. Oh man, uh, yeah, it was it was really really good. Um, it, it, and there were some bad die rolls um, for for uh, Borka in this game that did not go very well for him. Uh, Punisher was able to sit back and just kind of pop shots in. Uh, all in all, it was just a lot of die rolling um, and then some not-so-great results on one half. Uh, felt, it felt better to play the four wide on sword base. Uh, the researcher uh, points, I think it ended up 17 or 16 to some small arbitrary number not a small but not a lot i think four or five we were able to not move the the researcher only moved once which was nice like it just we the way it worked i i basically every time he got a second character on it i got a character dazed so uh, i didn't have to worry too much about the characters getting the moving that we just got to sit there which was really good for Daredevil. I uh, essentially kept Gamora out of the game with Iron Fist, which was beneficial because uh, she had so much power. And then Ghost Rider just kind of flew around the board and flipped sword bases and used energy attacks into Groot. So. Yeah, yeah cool. at, Groot is sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then once you kill Groot, Rocket gets real sad, so... Yeah. At one point, I looked over, uh, over at your board, and you had killed um, Groot and Star-Lord. And I was yeah. thinking, oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, when the game ended, the only character he had alive was Drax. Drax Oof. was dazed. Uh, Rocket had... Rocket died. Maybe Rocket was... No, Rocket died. Rocket died, Gamora died, Star-Lord died, Groot died. Everybody died. A lot of people died. A lot of people died. I mean, I mean he there was um like especially on the devil deliverance turns outside of Drax, I mean like I think I rolled like eight successes against Star Lord and he just I mean, even with rerolls had like zero and it was just like it just felt bad. Yeah. It's just one of those where it just the dice weren't coming up, um coming up well. And as you guys know now, uh, Daredevil's very hard to kill. Uh, <laughs> very hard to kill. Counting blanks. Uh, Iron Fist also getting to count blanks makes it difficult. At, at uh, least, Punisher doesn't need to get near anybody. At least with Iron Fist, if you move outside of three, three, yeah, you can get rid of that. Counting blanks. Yeah, which was that what? Does which not was work it was Daredevil. I, doesn't work on Daredevil, which actually was really I had to keep him away from Star Lord and Rocket. So like the way the board was set up was really funny because Iron Fist was just like back in the corner, just punching the shit out of Gamora. Um, 
and trying <laughs> to stay as far away from Rocket and Star Lord as possible. But basically, getting to take Gamora out of the game um, was really beneficial. And then Punisher literally just sat on the side point. Also, like, have me, and like the one time I needed him to, he got to short move up and then had a range. I had enough. I had, I, he had days, so I had eight power and I was able to move up, spend the two power to short move. And then um, I was able to put two spenders out, which is really, really good. Yeah. That's Man, actually pun- that's when I killed Star Lord. Okay, Pun- Punisher is very good. He is a very good three pointer. Yeah, being affiliated now makes him the first three pointer I take in defenders. Um, hip fire. If he's able to hip fire on turn one, it guarantees an aim shot on turn two. Um, and even then, you can move, move, and then hip fire, aim shot on two. Um, if he he's really good with hammers because having a rapid fire that you can add dice to makes it really really good. Having the auto destruction of terrain, auto damage on war zone, uh, being able to blow up terrain to give auto damage, um, and then the punishment tokens, which I forgot in this game, um, which was really <laughs> unfortunate. I definitely forgot to give him punishment tokens multiple times. It oh man, it doesn't sound like it mattered. Yeah, uh, it it did not matter. It did not matter. Um, it was it was just one of those moments in the game when I thought I was like, if this fucking matters, especially because see the listeners don't know my record against Borka and how fucking atrocious it is. So like, the fact that there was a point where I was like, if I lose this game because I forgot to get like my punishment tokens, I'm gonna hate myself because it. There was he had like a he had a rather good turn, but there was like most of the game was kind of swaying towards me. Uh, so it was one of those things where if like if I flub this, I'm gonna be so upset. <laughs> but he he was able to kill. Uh, did he actually? He killed Punisher. He did kill Punisher. Um, he. Daredevil survived with one health for like reactivations which was really unfortunate for him well one mm-hmm. of those you two the heroes for home <laughs> i did i did heroes for hire and sacrifice and basically sacrifice iron fist uh but it was it was just really unlucky um because he, he should have definitely not but again when you're rolling four defense dice against physical and counting blanks it's i mean it's tough so uh, it worked out. It was really good. Uh, I mean, everyone on my side was dazed. Everyone on his side was either dead or dazed. Um, it was definitely a brutal little fight that we had at 15. It was it was a really good match. Uh, I was I was thankful and lucky to come out um, victorious in that match. All right. Uh, so that's how the tournament shook out. It ended up being. Uh... Brandon and Borka both won two, went two and one, and Steven and I both went one and two. Uh, and so, and I went zero and zero. Yep, you were perfect. I lost this. <laughs> I and I came. I had the most victory points at the end and was declared the winner. Yes. 
of the affiliation battle of the affiliation battle defenders are really really good now i need the world to just recognize that they are very good and you never have to leave affiliation i i did come there were some declarations that i would probably change which are wild um but i do think um there if if it happens again i've already adjusted my list accordingly um I think there are two significant changes that I would make. Fred, um, what are those? Fred made changes to his list in the middle of the tournament, not to what I did. he was playing, yeah, but sure. for next time. Yeah, for the next time I do an affiliation battle, I changed the. I'm well, absolutely going to bring. I got rid of Gamma because that's ridiculous, and I put yeah, in Demons was, Downtown. That was on me. I kind of was the insight to. Fred, a lot of those changes happened in our game. <laughs> those those changes will be good for even not affiliation battle version of your list. Yeah. yeah. Well, we realized for Fred that he needed to be playing mission objective for the exact scenario that he had where he wants to play legacy virus. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to play sinister traps. Right. That's, that's not great. And then. Uh, we added, we changed two of your, right? Two of the extracts, one extract yeah. one right here. I, I, I had, oh, I don't, I don't even remember what the second one was because it didn't come up, but uh, I changed it to the one pay to flip where it's. Mutant Madman. Mutant Madman, that's it. Yep. So I yeah, put we... in Mutant Madman and uh, uh, Demons. Demons Downtown. Yep. So your secures were intrusions gamma sword because they were the same three that i had which made right. when i won priority way easier for me yeah because then we got to play my extracts which is actively what you wanted to be doing <coughs> um so and then we adjusted my my adjustments aren't to my secures or extracts i feel like i did have the correct secures and extracts most likely. I didn't get a play on intrusions. I think I'm fine on intrusions. I don't think where it's a low point, I can just most most of the time out attrition, depending on what the extract is. The changes I make will probably be wild here. So it's taking Wolverine and Immortal Hulk out of the roster. Not Wolverine. Uh, I know. I, so... So the change is Wolverine and you're this I don't even like saying it out loud. Uh, I think Electra is the right choice. Oh my goodness. What? Yeah. It's not really her, it's the fact that she has grunts. Oh my goodness. Grunts are really good and the grunts that she has are very good. Yeah. And it allows you to ninja it allows you to play extract games a little bit better. Um, mm -hmm. It's a very it's a very iffy situation. Like she's not coming very often, but on like cubes um, and stuff, she fits in really well because she lets you play the big boys plus her and still be slightly <laughs> wider um, because you get the grunts as well. She rolls really good defenses. She has stealth and martial prowess. Uh, martial prowess is really good, uh, and oh, that she. So, she she also gives you a um, a range three mystic attack that is a gainer. 
right? So yeah. she's going to use it often. So it kind of varies up your attack to attack yeah, types. The, that was uh, something that happened in the match with Borka was how relevant martial prowess became. Um, there was a lot of free damage he was getting in with martial prowess, um, which was ended up being not super relevant, but it became very unfortunate because uh, I whiffed a lot. That two damage happened, I think, three or four times. Um, yeah. So uh, that was... The, it came that in combination with the grunts, I think, or the hand ninjas. We don't have to call them grunts. They're, you know, the hand ninjas, I think, is really relevant um, for a lot of different scenarios, especially for a model that's kind of like that ninth or 10th model in the roster. I think it just gives a lot more play to a lot of scenarios that the rest of the list may not enjoy too much. So if you, if I would get something like, um, my extract being like fear grips and then them getting like super powered scoundrels, like I will need, like I would, it'll be beneficial to have a model that is technically two models, um, and can pick up the extracts. The next change is Immortal Hulk um, for Amazing Spider-Man um, for pay-to-flip scenarios. Is wow. I just I don't think wow. there's a scenario where Immortal Hulk makes the cut uh, with regular Hulk just being better. So good, yeah. Um, so like the idea was at 16, it was Immortal Hulk instead of regular Hulk. Um, and I think I would rather have amazing, me and Brad talked about, I think having amazing Spider-Man being so much better on pay to flips than anything else I have to do, um, is a lot better, is actually better for roster construction and just playing six, 15 points at 16. If I want to play like a high tall list with just playing Hulk, Ghost Rider, Daredevil at 15 on 16. This is Brad has infected you with his his play a point down perversity. This is madness. Hulk is really really good, and yeah, I'm not gonna Mortal Hulk's <laughs> not, but having both of them in the roster. Okay, here's a wasted here's slot. Here's the thing, Fred. Was a wasted slot. Here's the thing, Fred. Um, that extra point is not worth more than an extra roster spot. I know. Yeah. You're right. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I also just, don't have a great situation on uh, pay to flips uh, <laughs> outside of that. So, not that it's bad, but it's not great. Like, my physical pay to flips, like Mute Madman, I'm fine. But, like, on the two energy ones, like, I'm oh, not ideal. The one you talked Fred into putting in his list, you're good with. I have a lot of fours. I have a, four, a lot of four <laughs> physical defenses. Ghost Rider's three. So, like, it's kind of that adjustment of I can play instead of, like, so instead of Hulk, like, in some matchups you can play a four to two, and you can play, like, Electra and Wong, and you get three models versus one if you do need to go a little bit wider um, versus two threes, um, depending on the situation. Um it doesn't do anything when Ghost Rider needs to be or replaced because uh, you can't play a four and a one, but you just still play like a three and a two if you need to replace Ghost Rider. Um, but I, yeah, I think that I think the Grunt is worth having, and I think Amazing Spider-Man's worth having for specific scenarios. I don't think they're going to see a lot of play in the roster. Um, you have a really good core models with Daredevil, Ghost Rider, Hulk, Iron Fist, Punisher. 
those are the five you reach for first um, from my experience and then you have moon knight depending um if you're playing against something that's got you know there's a wolverine on the other side moon, moon knight's really good uh luke cage is really good if you're well, trying wolverine to also Falcon. just kills moon knight Wolverine does just kill Moon Knight. You have to you have to prioritize kills in Wolverine if you want to. It's not a it's a one it's a one sided affair on both both sides. Uh, but Wolverine was really good, and I got to play with him a couple times, and he does fit really good in the roster. But he is kind of redundant. Like the only real scenario is nineteen on demons. If you play like demons research station at nineteen, you play Daredevil, Ghost Rider, Hulk, Wolverine. Uh, which was really, it's really good. Um, I think that probably come. I I think I'm fine playing Elektra in that matchup and still having Daredevil, Ghost Rider, and Hulk, and being able to play two bodies um, to kind of get different points. Or you can play uh, Punisher instead of Elektra or Wolverine play point down but he gets to sit on that back point and just shoot yeah i don't like where you're going with this somebody's got to sit <laughs> on that back point it might as well be punisher punisher does like sitting on back points and just popping shots yeah he does guys, a, he doesn't i'm telling you try playing a point down stop listening to brad yeah uh, this is bad advice do not listen to what we say <laughs> i do have four i have four threes in the list i might end up cutting luke cage from the list i don't like it um but god the fours are just so good it's I'm, i don't want to carry three fours but i might end up carrying three fours i think that's fine. um i i i know you're pretty set on your list but like i prefer to have both Ghost Rider and Doctor Strange because they both give me two different elements. Strange is obviously a control piece for me to control other characters, yeah. whereas Ghost Rider is an attrition piece. I don't know if you thought about that. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's fine. My list is comp- like really built around attrition. That's, ama- that's kind of where Amazing Spider-Man gets to come in because he can mm-hmm. play a little bit of a different game plan for pay-to-flips, and he can be... Not super controlling, but a little bit um, controlling. I'm definitely on a very attrition game plan. Um, I don't want to carry. I don't even want to carry two fives to be honest. Uh, I originally had Sorcerer Supreme in the list because I do really like him, but I never felt like I was going to play him <coughs> over um, Ghost Rider or Hulk. Um, Amazing Spider-Man, I can kind of benefit playing because he is so good on the pay to flips. And has, you know, the web swing and, like, the witty banner. He's very hard to kill. Um, and he can just fly across the board. Um, he's definitely better now than he was. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a very big affiliation. There's a lot of stuff that can kind of float around. Like, there's a lot of really good fives in this affiliation. Like, you have Ghost Rider. You have both Doctor Stranges. You have Amazing Spider-Man. You also have Scarlet Witch. Like you've got a lot of really good fives and defenders. Like there's a lot of ways to go with this roster. Uh, it will change over time. Uh, this I is, my... this is a the, the the Daredevil change has created a uh, a monster of a new f- faction in the defenders. It's the defender sense. Yeah. That's happening it's, right now. It's, it's it's really really good. I think people are realizing it really quick. Like they've already kind of started climbing 
um, up on long shanks and stuff. Like you're definitely seeing the change. Like people are like this. This roster is very, very good. Like this, not the roster. The affiliation is very, but has a lot of really, really good models. And now adding a leader that's hard to kill. Um, it's really the four points. It allows you to play the five and sixes reliably. Um, so like on fifteen, you couldn't play strong like strange ghost rider hulk like you had to play a four um which just makes that way worse of a 15 um and also strange doesn't really want to play like a fight on 15 all that much um so it's 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 interesting like there are definitely uh, there's going to be a ton of different ways to play this affiliation uh they're going to be a ton of different models like obviously it's like the third biggest roster or maybe the fourth biggest affiliation in the game so like there's a lot of different ways to play it uh there are a ton of threes. I'm, like there are a ton of really good threes. Um, so that is yeah. that's just been my take. I, I've I've solely been focusing on Daredevil. I don't want the second leadership at this moment in my roster to audible to Doctor Strange. I want to focus kind of solely on Daredevil being the leader. Um, mm -hmm. At this um, moment, for your threes, thought. have you thought about Valkyrie at all? Uh, I had Valkyrie. I had Valkyrie over. Uh, Luke Cage for a long time. I really like Valkyrie. Um, I also really like Magic. Um, I think Magic is criminally underplayed. You know, shout out to uh, Justy uh, and his love for Magic. I always like to consider her. I think she's really good. Uh, she's mostly for the Mystic. Um, having a three-pointer that can just bring energy and Mystic. Um but I do like Valkyrie a lot. I, I think Luke Cage doesn't. Luke Cage doesn't see play a ton. I could also, honestly, I could replace Luke Cage and Moon Knight, um, Iron Fist and Punisher, the two that are locked in in opposite order. Punisher is the first three I grab every time, and then Iron Fist is the second three I grab every time. The you next should, two are definitely you, replaceable. You should replace Moon Knight with Magic. I like I like magic a lot. My Moon Knight's painted though, so I like You're Valkyrie because she gets two power a <laughs> turn you, and Nathan. can use her charge turn one. Yeah, I I like Valkyrie a lot. Um, I've actually been playing Asgard for like um, outside of it. I have had a lot of fun playing Asgard. Uh, new Thor's real good. New Hela real good. Angela hasn't changed. Still really good. Scourge also good. So yeah, I I like magic. I like magic for Moon Knight. Um. I do actually really like... I've been considering that. I don't have a painted magic. I do have a painted Moon Knight. Um, most of this roster is painted, so... I'll be honest. That's probably what has swayed me to Moon Knight. I also love Moon Knight as a character, and it kind of makes me sad that he's slightly underwhelming. No, Moon Knight's great. He is but, but All right, I'm I'm cutting us off. We, we, we're we almost an hour into the podcast, and we have not talked about Nightcrawler yet. We and you have on. been listening to the Defenders podcast. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which could be a good time to tell people that I am actively searching to bring back uh, Well-Laid Plans. We're going to start that up soon. Hey, there you go. There's some news, uh, everybody. So we are going to do that. We're going to have a – I've got a couple things in the pipeline that I want to do. Uh, we're going to start off with things I want to do, and then we're going to kind of go back into some stuff I just want to get out there, um, some rosters that I want to build. Um, me and Brad talked about it. We're gonna, I think I'm going to start off with just 
going over the criminal syndicate roster that I've, I've talked about for a year plus and just kind of going over that um, and just kind of doing that as a quick re into the format into the pod and then, you know, get back to some special guests. Uh, I do want to do daredevil. Um, I think I'm going to, I'm going to get with um, one of our Pittsburgh friends to possibly go over in humans again um, with all the changes. I think it's a, it's a good time to uh re reinvest in that and the same thing with asgard um and just kind of reinvest in those i think those are some really good affiliations that have spawned with the changes and i think uh they'll be really fun to talk about so also moon knight's really good you should play him in web warriors especially i think he's a really good fit there just not when you're trying to play attrition defenders okay all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let, uh, let's move on to uh the guy that we're here to cover today uh and that is nightcrawler otherwise known as kurt wagner uh his defenses are four physical three energy and three mystic he has six stamina on his front side but only five stamina on his backside. he's threat four size two and he moves medium uh and brandon why don't you cover his attack suite? Yeah, I can do that. Hold on one second. Okay. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Uh, if you if you don't have it up, then Steven, why don't you cover his attack I'm suite? already here. I got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. You got it. Okay. okay. So first attack is a physical teleporting strike. It is range three, five dice. It costs zero power. This and After this attack is resolved, this character gains power equal to the damage dealt. It has a trigger that's called Ha-Ha. After damage is dealt, if this character is not within two range two of the target character, the target character gains the stun special condition. His second attack is Brimstone Blitz. It's also a physical attack. It's range two. Five dice, it costs one power. You add dice to this attack equal to the number of times this character has been placed this turn. And then for if you hit a crit and a hit, it has flurry of blows. After this attack is resolved, this character may make an additional attack action. This attack must target the original target character. Okay. Uh, and Steven, why don't you go over the first two superpowers that he's got here? Okay. First, you have an active superpower called Banff. This is his traditional uh, traditional uh, wording in the comics, I would believe. Um, <laughs> it costs you X power. Go ahead, Brad. I'm sorry. Oh, it's just it's the sound effect it of him teleporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right. an onomatopoeia. Thanks, so Brad. We we have Banff. This character may spend one, two, three power to use the superpower. Place this character within uh, range X, which is one to three of itself, where X is the amount of power spent. The superpower can be used only once per turn. And then we have a reactive superpower called uh, Puff of Smoke. When this character makes an attack after his makes an attack after damage is dealt, uh, this character may use the superpower. Place this character within two of the target character. It will cost you zero power. Yeah. Uh, and Brad, why don't you finish off the card? Uh, his next... Superpowers reactive. It's, I gave you the hardest. Yeah, the I hardest word. Uh, <laughs> unglobit. Uh, unglobit. Just acrobatics. say German acrobatics. 
just say German acrobatics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I took German. Well, it's been a, a, a long time. Um, uh, I believe stick. that is the German word for unbelievable. But acrobatics, right? Uh, cost two. When this character is targeted by physical or energy attack or makes a dodge roll, may use a superpower, add two dice to the character's defense or dodge roll. Uh, innate, invisible, and shadow. While this character is within range one of a terrain feature size two or more, characters must be within range three to of this character to target it with attacks. And then he has wall crawler. Okay. All right. So, uh, did we mention he loses a health on his backside? Yes. Yes, I did mention that. I figured uh, you did. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to talk about anything else, there is a tactics card that I really, uh, I think we really need to cover because it's a it's a tremendous tactics card. It's a very powerful one. Uh, it is called Mass Transit. It is an unaffiliated, and it is an active one that will cost an action. It specifies on the card. Uh, and Nightcrawler may spend three power to play this card. Choose up to three other allied characters within range two of Nightcrawler. Place Nightcrawler within range three of himself. Then place each chosen character within range one of Nightcrawler. After this effect is resolved, Nightcrawler gains the stagger special condition. That's incredible. That's like that's bananas. It I I don't know. This one's insane. Like this is why you would bring Nightcrawler. Nope. You state. Wait, there are, there are plenty of re- there are plenty of reasons to bring this character. I well, don't, yeah, I, don't, I agree. I don't with that. think this card gets played, Fred. Are you serious? What are you talking about? To take two actions to teleport, probably one person. Well, I mean, you gotta plan it out. You have to pl- you have to deploy, expecting this. Deploy expecting this. Well, I it, where is he? It, you have three to... power on turn one. I mean, you're right. That's a good point. I don't. Uh, I don't know the If you can play this on turn one, sure. You can't. There's no way. There's, There's no, no way to play way it on you turn can one. Play this on turn one, Fred. Long R and D, you can. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. a lot of investment. That's For... true. All right. So you know what this card is? I bring this up a lot. This a is trap. the card that. Yes, it is a trap. But it's that card oh, no, that comes... really. It's that card that comes in the pack. That seems really cool, but like you should never play it in a tournament. You should play it at home with your friends for fun. Yeah, it's the fun card, not the good card. And it's not the atrocious card. Like it's it's just it's just that card you only play when you're playing. You play this when you're teaching people to play. Huh. Huh. Okay. Like and that's and they've done a really good job in card packs of giving us like a playable card, a fun card, and then usually like a mediocre card. This is the fun card, I think, that's going to be in this pack. It has got really cool art. Like we can talk about that. The art on this card is sweet. It is very cool art. I, I, I'm still thinking about how many ways that this can be useful. Uh, I is don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Two actions and a card slot useful? No. Yeah, I don't know. So, you lose. Essentially, you lose a complete activation. Yeah. Right. So you lose an activation, a tactics card for, I mean, I don't know of a scenario where you're wanting to, you know, if you Move want three four people characters. across the board. Yeah. But yeah. In, like 
in entertainment terms, these are the previews for movies that look really, 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 really cool, and then you get to the movie and it's not very good. <laughs> this is me. This is me watching the Five Nights at Freddy's uh, trailer and going, "This is gonna be fun." <laughs> Yeah. Have How's you seen the trailer for Have you seen the trailer for Cube? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. Oh, boy. You be quiet. Also, in the <laughs> art, he is teleporting five people. He is. He, he's he's a whole gaggle of people he is taking with him. And we actually have all those characters in the game, which is really nice. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right, so let okay. So now that uh, uh, we've gone over the tactics card, let's talk about this character just in general. Uh, I want to talk about Brimstone Blitz, his his spender, which only costs one power. Uh, uh, I guess if you're not going to use the tactics card, which would be one of the places, is the greatest number that you can get to eight dice. No. Is that the most? Can, can you get it higher than that? Oh, absolutely, Fred. So if you look at Flurry of Blows, I want to draw your attention to saying to it not having the phrase that the additional tack does not have this rule. Oh. You notice how that's not there? I do see. Okay. So you could flurry. Uh, you could flurry but of you blows. Would just over hmm. and over and over and over again as long as you hit the trigger and then you okay. can puff of smoke on every one every of single attacks. time oh my goodness oh my goodness <laughs> so you're essentially gonna, you will that. just add dice it has an infinite amount of dice you can technically yeah. add to this he deck. he has no ceiling um except wait power it, it, you still have to pay for the power for yes. Flurry of Blows. You would, yes. Which is one, which yes. is an incredibly cheap that, spender. But that's it's the, a great spender. That's the only... That and your dice luck is the only thing keeping you from going on. And on a base 5 attack, you're looking at under 40% odds to hit the crit hit. Right, but in theory, you will have you used will... BAMF. You spend one power to BAMF. Yeah. Uh... And then you could maybe do a teleportation, teleporting strike beforehand, and, and then do a puff of smoke yeah. off of that. So you can start at seven dice. Okay. Six brings it up to 47, and then seven would go slightly over 50%. Yeah. yeah. But there, there, there are ways, you know, where he can get stopped. So, like if you put root on him. His puff of yes. smoke becomes very yeah. not Ooh. good. Oh, you're Root, right. Root hurts him a lot. Root is this guy's bane. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Loki is his bane, too. Yeah, Loki's it's Yep. Also, his bane is the fact that if he actually... He can't go on forever unless... I mean, if he kills someone, if he dazes them, it's over. This is oh, really right, good right. into, like, a Hulk... Um, the big threats because you can just kind of try to take them out and you know just get lucky or at least put them in range for someone else to take them out yeah now i know the phrase is everybody's good with a hammer but i would suggest that this guy is probably 
one of those candidates that actually exceeds other characters with a hammer. Yeah. This um, is an exceptional yeah. tech piece. There's another mutant that's also exceptional with hammers that has a similar um, similar power to flurry of blows. Can I, can I make an aside here? Uh, when you said there's a saying that everyone's good with a hammer, I was like, wait, is there? Is everyone good with a hammer? What if I didn't have any... I didn't realize you meant just in this game. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, right. no, no, is no, everyone that's, good with a hammer? <laughs> that's, that's the meme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why everybody likes playing that scenario. But um, specifically... Uh, I would point out Nightcrawler um, and Quicksilver are probably the best characters with a hammer. Okay. I I agree with Nightcrawler. I, I haven't looked at Quicksilver in a very long time, so I don't know. He has, he has a similar thing where he can keep attacking. Okay. His is on uh, his free attack, though. His builder, yeah. So, and... You know, uh, Rocket has to... is also great with a hammer with the deadly duo. Yeah, but that's that's taking a tactics card. Yeah. I, I'm just talking specifically for what the character can do on their card. Yeah. Also, um, just point of order, uh, Quicksilver not a mutant. <laughs> He's in Brotherhood of Mutants. He's a superior inhuman. Uh, he's he's also not an inhuman. That was back when he thought he was a mutant, and everyone else thought he was a mutant. But he's not a mutant. <laughs> oh no. Well, they have him listed in that, so I'm going to go with that. That he and his sister still are mutants. They they are not. I wish they were. <laughs> uh. Well, um, let's uh, so. Let's also talk about invisible and shadow. Uh, this is a new rule. I don't think this has been on anybody else. No. And even this sort of interaction, I don't think has been on anybody else. Uh, where if he's within range one of a terrain feature of size two or more, which is most terrain features, uh, characters must... He, he basically has stealth while, while close to a terrain feature. Except you can't ignore it. Like You can sometimes ignore stealth. Right, so it's an unignorable stealth, but it's also you have to target. You can't also, target it. It's also conditional. Right, right. I I like it. I like this as a rule that it's on him. Uh, do Do you feel like if they just had put stealth on him, it would be too good? It would just be too good for this no. character. I think this. Is, I, I think this is a flavor decision. Yeah, yeah it's, it makes it more hitting. interesting. Like, it's a more I, interesting play style to just put this on there than just say, yeah, stealth. I have a question. Do yeah. we wish that all stealth characters had this kind of invisible and shadow trigger? Nope. I wish Daredevil did. <laughs> you, you're, Daredevil's good enough. <laughs> oh, is he just not innately stealth? He doesn't have stealth at all. Right. Right. Yeah, he's good enough. He doesn't need to be better. <laughs> I think stealth's fine. The way it is. 
Uh, they've done a really good job on mutants specifically, giving them like abilities that are very much like abilities that they would have. Like the flavor on mutants is like superior to anything else. Wow. Yeah. They, they made a mistake, but we'll talk about her next week, I think. Yeah. Oh god. Oh, god. Yeah. Okay. Uh I I like Nightcrawler. Um I think I do, did, I do too. They did a great job capturing his his character from the comics. Uh he I've gotten to play him a couple times. He has not gotten to shown, but he's always been solid. Um with Banff and First Class, he's pretty good uh, objective grabber first turn. He can grab a middle objective and back up. And if you just back up to within one of a piece of terrain, he then gains unignorable stealth. His attacks are he's good. Uh yeah super uh, mobile i think we should also talk how about good would he have been under uh old storm yeah real good he's also he's great <laughs> under cyclops like yeah that extra power i think he might be part of the reason that storm got a little nerf though yeah it could be this would have made like the techie like just straight up will win the game on points x-men insane yeah uh another place you can get a place to bump up your first brimstone blitz though fred is storm yeah using the storm affiliation it costs an uh, another power to do that but but it's worth it yeah it's probably worth it I think that if you could increase a character's attack die by by spending one dice, every single character would would do that. That would be something that any that the math works out better no matter what. So, absolutely. It, all right. So that is, is. Is there anything else that anyone wants to bring up about Nightcrawler? All right, let's talk about... Let's give him a letter grade. Let's give him a letter grade. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I didn't I didn't quite realize just how good Brimstone Blitz was until you pointed out that it is not... That he can just keep doing it. And every single time he does it, he rolls an additional dice because you would puff of smoke. So, uh, I mean, I think that's really cool. That's really incredible. And if you get going if you get rolling enough dice you could just eliminate a unit and if it's against a hulk that's a huge boon to your side so uh I i'm i'm tempted to give him an a minus i think that i'm gonna give nightcrawler an a minus uh steven what are your thoughts on nightcrawler oh he he's a he's a good piece i mean he's not not that four threat i mean there's a lot of good four threats in the mutants category so um i think he would be more of a tech piece than anything else uh considering 
Depends on who you're going against, right? Uh, yep. So, I mean, you have now the upgraded Colossus is really, really good. You have Wolverine who's really, really good. You have Logan who's really, really good. <laughs> so you have Rogue yeah. who's still not bad, right? So I, I do like him. Um, I'll firmly put him in a, at a B plus. Okay. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts here on Nightcrawler? Uh, I think when you build an uncanny X-Men list, I think he is the second four-pointer you grab after Cyclops to play Cyclops' leadership. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I think he's entirely too good at scenario play and has the ability to take down big threats that it's just it's going to be too invaluable um, when you're playing that affiliation. I I am at a solid. I, I'm I'm with Fred, um, and I don't I don't like being with Fred. <laughs> uh, I, I'm with I'm with Fred here. You giving him an A minus? A minus, yeah, I'm a, yeah. All right, and now Brad, the person who is going to be playing him. Uh, yeah, the one of us that will actively play him more than anybody else. I will be yeah. playing him. So uh, Steven's right. Fours are they used to not get played at all. Um, oh, by the way, I forgot Psylocke too. Yeah, Psylocke's <laughs> great. Fours used to not get played at all in X Men. Um, maybe one, uh, and now it's so crowded. Nightcrawler is still gonna see a lot of play. I think. He's good with both leaders. Um, he is already not the best of the new models. Uh, <laughs> but he is really solid. Um, he's also a character that if you j if you like Nightcrawler, but you play, I don't know, Avengers. Uh, Avengers, he's not. Well, it depends on the leader. But... Uh, <laughs> You can play him, like if you're playing if you're playing a scenario based game plan, like he fits in really well, and yeah. you can play him. Nightcrawler, yeah. to my to my discredit, fun fact: Nightcrawler is my second favorite mutant. Mm. I I also am a huge fan of Nightcrawler. Uh, Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler is awesome. great. You guys have good taste. Uh, yeah. there, are, there are pictures of me as a very small child with a Nightcrawler toy in the bathtub. <laughs> On little facts. Okay. So I think he's very solid. I think you could play him in a lot of different places. I don't think you're going to, like, they're doing a good job of this. He's not going to be splashed everywhere. But he's a character that if you like, you can play him. He's going to get played in Uncanny X-Men a lot. Uh, I, 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 I'm I going for B+. But the difference between a B plus and an A- minus is almost negligible. So... Yeah, so we're all real close together. We here. are all real and close that is, together. We're we're we like him. He's good. He's good, and you should go buy him and play him. <laughs> He's good. Uh, that box is gonna be really really fun. I think Bishop and Nightcrawler. Yeah, we don't have Bishop yet. I'm I'm excited to see what Bishop is, but I think it'll be a really fun box. I think the fact that Bishop is X Force is gonna help him out a lot. I, I'm very excited to see where X Force goes with uh, with all of this. Nightcrawler could oh. have also been in X Force, but they did not go. But that he way. is not. Yeah, they did not go. Yeah. That way. Is, is the only also one? Good. 
uh, is the only uh, uh, affiliation that he is in uh, uh, X Men? Is that the only one? That is the only one we know of, and that is probably okay. the only one until we get uh, Excalibur. Oh my God! Okay, <laughs> Excalibur's the best, Fred. <laughs> I oh hope it's goodness. just a, I hope it's just a leadership, and you don't get a new affiliation to play with. Uh, do you guys want to play a little uh, prediction game? Yeah, yeah, let's play a prediction game. So speaking about his box mate on this cast, would we like to make predictions of what threat value Bishop will be? <laughs> uh, Five. I, no. I, I don't have an opinion. I don't know enough about Bishop. I, I, don't, you, I, I don't, you don't. I would like to say I don't think know. he. I don't think he should be a five, but I think he'll be a five. I, Brandon says five. I got marked down for that. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say three. Okay, Fred. That's quite the disparity. <laughs> I think uh, four is the, the safest guess, but I think he's gonna be a three. Then I'm gonna I, guess four. <laughs> I, I I also would say I think four is most likely the accurate, but I think they're gonna get a three, four, five, and six. Okay, the, so the I, six I have being oh sorry, I have Brandon at five, Brad at three, and Fred at four. We'll keep that for a future, and see who's correct. <laughs> All and right. the six being Xavier, Fred. The answer yeah, that's one. that's what I assumed. Do we want to do Xavier too? Yeah, we can do Professor X. That's fine. And, and Iceman. Sure. Let's go oh, ahead fuck, and do all our I guesses. Forgot. Professor X. Six. Three. I got to stick to my guns. What? Three? I, I was. I'm going to say five. I want to say okay. five. Brad is a three. Brandon. What did you say, Brandon? A six? Yeah. I think that Brad, box you say five. A five and a six. Yep. Which doesn't make any sense. They've never done two big threats in a box. Uh, yeah, they did Cassandra Nova and Jean Grey. For five. Uh, that's two five. Yeah. All right, and we have Iceman predictions, so I'll start with Fred this time. I'm going to say five again. Okay, Brad? Uh, I think they'll make him a four. four. I, I also was going to say four. Okay, you can say four. That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll stick with four. I would have said All right. possibly a three but Kitty's a three in the same box, and I just don't think they'll put two threes in there. Yeah, don't give us threes a whole year and then give us two threes in one box. Yeah. The first box of, like, the new year would be something else. Okay. Have we talked well, about Shadow King yet? No. Okay. Sorry, I, I know I'm sporadic. I've been sporadic lately, so I'm not sure who we've well, done. Well, yeah, who we we're haven't. just we're doing them in the order that they were told to us. Okay. 
So, all right. Well, I have all these written down. I will put them in an envelope for safekeeping. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Seal it. Yeah. Mail it to yourself. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll just I'll just put it up and do a little time capsule thing on it. I think it'll be neat. So Okay. <laughs> all right. And for, well, and for those listening, you can also play and see if you're correct. So Tell us down in the comments. Yeah, yeah. All right, Brad. Uh, do you have any comic books that feature Nightcrawler? I sure do. I'm sure that you do. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Nightcrawler. So, uh, the first thing I'm going to recommend is a single issue. It's the Uncanny X-Men Annual Number Four by Chris Claremont and John Romita Sr. Uh, and uh, in this issue. Uh, the X-Men go to hell uh, oh to try to save the soul of Nightcrawler. So Nightcrawler in his first experience, in his first appearance uh, in Giant Size X-Men number one was saved by an angry mob by Xavier. So this tells the story of what led up to that, which his adoptive brother was killing children and then he had to kill his adoptive brother to stop him. And then all the townsfolk thought that the demon-looking guy was killing the children. And then and they found him with the body of a guy. And so they were chasing mm -hmm. him. And now, his adoptive mother wants revenge for Kurt killing her son. Uh, but luckily... The X-Men, Doctor Strange, and uh, his adoptive sister are there to try to rescue him from hell. Well, fake hell, but that's all right. Yeah, uh, so uh, so they can just go to hell and, and well, save this people. is fake hell. This has been created by his adoptive mother, who is a very strong sorceress. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then at the end of the issue, his sister reveals that she has been going by a different name for months and has been dating uh, Kurt. Wait, uh, whose sister? Hold on. Uh, what? Nightcrawler's sister. Has been dating Nightcrawler? Has been dating Nightcrawler. His adoptive sister. They grew up oh, in, okay. like... Like technically his adoptive sister we're getting it, we're getting into the weirdness of x-men again where they're all like they're all having sex they're all and, and incestuous they're all incestuous no it's it's not presented as incestuous like yes that they they grew up together and technically are adoptive brother and sister but they've never viewed each other as brother and sister would you say they're step siblings? Not exactly. And that there's like an entire category on every porn site about this. Fred, you've been looking at that <laughs> stuff. This does open an interesting wormhole of Nightcrawler's family, which is fascinating and is my second favorite family tree to talk about. After Cyclopses. Yes. Uh so Nightcrawler's adoptive sister uh, is also his girlfriend 
for a while. Mm-hmm. He killed his adoptive brother. His adoptive mom is one of the strongest sorceresses in the world. His real mom, do you know who that is, Fred? No clue. Mystique. Oh. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Except that that might be retcon soon to make her his dad. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but right now, his dad is Azazel, a literal demon mutant. Okay. Uh, that's why he has the tail. And it looks like a demon. Yeah, that's this and looks what, like a de- that's one of the dumbest stories ever written, though. Uh, his so Mystique and her wife Destiny, who might become Kurt's biological mother in an upcoming comic book, because that was the author's original intention. Uh, mm-hmm. They have an adoptive daughter. Do you know who that is? Who? Rogue. Okay. So Rogue okay. and Nightcrawler okay, so are, Rogue, are brother and sister. Rogue, they are, well, no, they're stepbrother and sister. They're adoptive brother and sister. Adoptive brother and sister, yes. because yes, Rogue was adopted. Uh, yes. And he has a half-brother. So Is this, it Gambit? No. No, that would be really weird. Because that would... <laughs> No, Gambit, Gambit could like, be Cyclops' brother. That is unknown. That has been hinted at, but not. Anyway, no, uh, Mystique and Sabretooth had a son named Graydon Creed, who is a human who was in charge of Friends of Humanity, an anti-mutant group. Oh, God. Okay. That's actually in the cartoon. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> yep. That's that's not Crawler's family. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, I have more. Do you comments. have another one? Yeah, I have more comments. The next one yeah. is Nightcrawler, um, Volume One from the eighties, one through four. It's written and drawn by Dave Cockrum. Uh, he's Nightcrawler's co-creator and probably his number two fan. Uh, but he has this, he has written and drawn this swashbuckling adventure where each issue, Nightcrawler is in a different dimension and kind of a different story archetype. There's like a pirate story and a fantasy story and all this stuff. And it's super lighthearted and fun and it shows why a lot of people love Nightcrawler. Um, it's, it's great. Okay. And then I have a different side of Nightcrawler in the 2024 Nightcrawler series by Roberto Aguirre, Sacasa and Derek Robertson. How is there? How do you have this one? (laughs) What do you mean? It's 2024? Uh, 2004. Right now, we are recording Two, in 2023, 2004, everybody. 2004. Did I say 2024? I may have misheard you. I may have misheard you. Okay, sorry. and four. 2004. Yeah. So, 
this takes place a little bit of backstory of a comic that you should not read. Okay. Kurt Wagner becomes a Catholic priest. Uh, he finds out in a really bad story that he's not actually a Catholic priest. It was all a trick by these religious anti-mutant people to install him as Pope to cause the end of the world. Uh, okay. So Kurt has always So that's been, a mess. Yeah, it's not a good story. Anyway, Kurt's always been a devout Catholic, though, but he's okay. had some problems recently with his 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 views on religion see that whole story i just told you about uh mm -hmm. so he's struggling with that while he's being an occult investigator literally fighting demons with the sometimes help of his adoptive sister slash ex-girlfriend amanda sefton who is ruling limbo at the time Oh boy. Okay. So, no, no, no. This, this, this comic's fun. It's great. Um, it's it's fabulous. But it is it's him with his more religious side fighting demons, which is very cool. It sounds fun. It is fun. It is it is a good comic. Don't let Friends. the whole sister girlfriend I... stop you guys from reading Nightcrawler stories. They're great <laughs> together. Fred, I have a quiz for you. Okay. What's that? In Marvel Comics, who is another character who is a devout Catholic? Oh. Oh, this is uh, an easy one. Oh, Daredevil. 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 Correct. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Yeah. I got that. I was going to say he punched you in the face a lot recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are two? Three. There are three well-known Jewish characters. Can you name any of them? Uh, the uh, Magneto. Four well-known Jewish characters. Was that not one Magneto? On. <laughs> How did you forget Magneto? I don't know. He's not. He's not very. He's not very religious. He's not practicing. Yes, he's yeah, not very okay. religious. Okay. So who are the other three? I I have no clue. Uh, I I bet if I sat and thought about it, I could come up with so, the answers. Uh, Shadow Cat, Kitty Pride. Okay. The Thing, Ben Grimm. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, I didn't. I knew that one. I I was trying to think of. Do you know I knew the, one that you know the, talks about being like? Do you know the third one, Brandon? I, no, the Thing was the only one I was trying to remember. I was trying to think of like he a was, character that always talks about. He was in your list. He was in my list. Is it Punisher? No. I didn't think so. Hold on. Let me look at my list. In my list. I have no clue. Um, in my list. Is he still in my list? Uh, after our talk earlier, probably not. They they barely touched on this in the TV show, but they did. It's Moon Knight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Moon, yeah, Moon Knight the... is Jewish. 
Yeah, it's it's the one. Um, it's Mark, right? It's not. Uh, like that. Yeah, it's it technically it's only one of the personalities, but whatever. Yeah, sorry, I was trying to remember. He is still currently in the list. I haven't taken him. Out. I it's gonna be hard for me to take him out because he is beautiful. I you put magic in that spot. But we cannot we'll get into that again. Yeah, we we've covered this subject. All right, paint uh, my magic Brandon. and I'll put her in. Brandon, uh, what is the faction that you want to put Nightcrawler in? Uh, Web Warriors, Miles Morales, Web Warriors. Holy moly! Yes, you're correct. That is yeah, right. I want to I, I play him with Miles Morales and the rest of the Web Warriors, um, specifically Gwen, Moon Knight, um, and then him. I think it's a really good core, and you will get to and then Daredevil, him and Daredevil. So you get to play eight and then nine. So you can play at seventeen with Miles, Moon Knight, Gwen daredevil and nightcrawler and i think you're playing a really good sub punchy game but you're playing a fantastic scenario game that is really good plays on almost every kind of scenario that is an outstanding list what you just said i think that's like a a a tournament level list yeah it was uh it felt it felt really it felt honestly kind of like really no-brainer i think daredevil also adds so much now to web warriors that aren't getting probably enough credit or play uh, being able to play daredevil with venom and if you play in like whatever splash characters you do play and miles like you're hitting really hard like these are characters even moon knight can hit really hard like you have in affiliation characters now that can hit really hard okay so. all right uh Okay, we've been going on quite a while. I have a, a it, the thing that I have isn't relevant, so let's just skip it. Uh, is there anything else that y'all want to uh, talk about before we end the episode? Uh, Moon Knight versus Magic is really important to talk about. All right. Uh, well, everyone, it, it, I want everyone out there to contemplate which one you'd rather take, Moon Knight or Magic. And until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.